in the far-flung future. Man has technology. He's gone so far in the future, but you can never outrun the past. Let me out. <laughs> Hey folks, it's a tad too far, there's far, there's too far, and then there's us a tad too far. Um, I'm your host, Taj, and I'm here with uh, Dietrich. What's up? <laughs> and so uh, this round uh, of episodes, we're doing uh, ancient uh, monsters or folklore creatures in future settings. So, um, And so this first episode, we're doing a futuristic Earth. So, and like... A futuristic Earth, but then have like a, an ancient creature that people totally forgot about come back. So, <laughs> right, pretty much. That, yeah, that pretty much hits the spot, man. Yeah, pretty much hits. Yeah, yeah. Try and tell somebody about like a chicken house on one lake, and they'd be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty much. Like we have we have skyscrapers going across the whole U.S. with no nothing in between. You know. <laughs> Oh, God, I love the future. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, all right. So my future um, involves, um, it does involve happening on Earth, but you have to understand that there's a causality that uh, takes effect because we colonize, colonize the moon, okay? Okay. Okay. And so we're up there, and then, you know, we set up all the solar arrays, uh, you know, so we can catch the sun's energy and, you know, send it back to the Earth, you know, plus we're, you know, it's our main hub for satellites and all this. Well, you know, we, we keep kicking up the, the ions from the moon. Okay. And so little do we know that we've we made a problem that existed on Earth a lot worse. <laughs> and what that problem is, is Werewolves. <laughs> so, um, the the reason being is because because um, one of the things I, I did on my research, I was like, I try and find the monster that, that made sense, right? And with werewolves, um, you know, it's not necessarily the gravitational pull of the moon. It's not the lunar light because that's just sunlight. So the only thing that people could find that could cause werewolves is that there's uh, when the sun hits the full when it's a full moon when the sun hits it it kicks up the moon dust which creates an ionic field and it's that ionic field that's causing werewolves so you know if we're up there mucking around you know with the moon dust and, and you know putting up solar panels we just kick up so much dust that you know it just becomes where they can be werewolves all the time so well, I was thinking now I was hoping you weren't going to say that. Okay. Now, now you're, you're treading a thin line and I was just having this argument with somebody the other day. So, oh, really? Yes. The question is, are you referring to werewolves themselves or are you referring to lichens? Oh, I gotcha. I was referring to werewolves myself. Okay. Not, so they not can't like, trigger their own transformation. It just happens right. uh, sporadically and, and erratically, and, and therefore, 
um, you know, they're not in control of themselves in order to do so. Perfect. Okay, cool. Got yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't going for Underworld, you know, with it. What's your name? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, not even Underworld tones, but just the fact that Lycans themselves being able to to transform at a whim and, and being in the full body control and humanoid, you know, self uh, awareness. That's that's what I was looking for. It was was the difference between them versus what you're saying that the moon dust kicks up and that's what's causing between that and the sun hitting it, that's what's causing them to, to transform. Right. Like, okay. Well, and, and plus it, it'd be interesting like if, if you have this because it could be a futuristic climate it, you know, where like before, you know, it used to be like 0.001% of the population would transform into a werewolf but right. now now, because so many things have been handed down genetically, people that were partially werewolf, now you have like 10, 20 percent of the population turning into werewolves all of a sudden. You know, that would just be like a one of those crazy like zombie type movies where like all of a sudden you got a bunch of people, <laughs> you know, transforming and, you know, it just could grow exponentially really bad quickly. <laughs> so. OK, I can definitely see that. OK. Yeah. So. No, man. Not mad yeah. at all. It, it and it totally, you know, it's totally one of those warning stories about you know messing with stuff that we shouldn't, and you know, environmental hazards, you know, of doing stuff on the moon <laughs> type of thing. So, it, I just thought it worked as a good story. So, yeah, yeah, no, that definitely could work. I could definitely see that, um, especially when you have so many folks, you know, in the in the distant future that. Um, you know, are, are so used to different things like food is going to be automatically generated or not automatically food is going to be um, created versus, mm -hmm. you know, made through regular substance. Um, you're going to have, you know, so many different chemicals and things that could be broken down into edible process or or just way of life in general. Um, radio waves. Right. Uh, things of that nature are definitely going to come into play. Um, going to pull the Earth's atmosphere off a tilter a little bit. And, and I could definitely see where, you know, if we're talking about moon versus the sun versus our, our orbital gravitational pull. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And then you have a population that's popping up, passed down genetically um, of werewolves that just freak out. Of, you know, and then, you know, honestly, what it makes me think of. And I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm, I'm being real serious. What it makes uh, me think about is um, Dragon Ball. <laughs> um, when, you know, Goku comes down to Earth and he's a kid and he's got his tail. And then all of a sudden he sees the moon's rays from, from the sun, <laughs> from the moon. And, and he transforms oh, yeah. to the big gorilla and he starts <laughs> going on a rampage with super strength. That's what it kind of reminds me of when you have somebody that you know has no idea what they could transform into. And then just transform into a ravishing beast and then start taking over. Them. Like, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Cut off their tail in order for them to transform back into a human being. I can definitely <laughs> see that. Yeah, exactly. So, and plus, it, it, it would be one of those things that, like, the technology is, you know, like, you know, hey, that, that, that's not real. Like, it, it, you know, we haven't seen it for like a thousand years. And then, you know, you have somebody like, no, I tell you, they're werewolves. You're like, what are you talking about? Like, I've never heard of this folklore, you know. Definitely. I can see where that would be an issue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're on the same page. All right. We're on the same page. So, okay. So, um, 
what did you have for on a futuristic cyberpunk Earth? Now, I, this future. You already know I'm going to cyberpunk <laughs> Earth, but I'm thinking I'm thinking more flying cars type situation, like Total Recall, uh, the revamp version of it, or so like or, fifth fifth element. Like exactly like fifth <laughs> element, uh, that type okay. of deal. Even Mass Effect. Um, when, they're, when they're in the Citadel and flying around in different flying cars and things of that nature. So my 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 futuristic self is thinking of that type of okay. future where you have, um, you know, technology is pretty much taken over the world, so to speak. Um, you have this this whole, you know, colossal um, society um, that is based in, in basically you know, units of, of tall ass buildings and things of that nature. Um, yeah. The ground is rarely seen and rarely viewed. That's where the poor stay and the upper stay in the upper sky limits and things of that nature. Cause they can afford all this stuff. Um, but I say that to say this, one of the scariest creatures that I've ever come across, mm-hmm. um, not, not physically within myself, but just in folklore and, and talking about it happens right. to deal with the land. And it happens to deal with trees, so to speak. Um, what you would call them a woodland spirit. And okay. So, um, with the desecration of trees and, and with plant life on the planet as you know it will pretty much be evaporated or gone, where they come up with some kind of synthetic way to to create atmosphere and create life. This right. animal would, or this creature will come back to to kind of wreak havoc on these who who have basically torn up their land. And gotcha. what I'm referring to is a lesson. A lesson? A lesson. Yes, sir. Okay. Is that different than a leash? Yes. Very okay. Much so. okay. A lesson is a woodland spirit. Um, for those who are are aware of lessons, you will most likely know it from um let's say Witcher Three. Okay. Um, they're they're a woodland spirit that looks like a big tree branch a walking tree branch with a face on it. Um, they are, are here to the land. They can control crows. They can control um, animals that are around them like wolves. Um, basically, they can appear and disappear. And if they re- appear in front of you and they can strike the ground, they're wood, they're wooden uh, branches. Um, their spring off of the branches will come up and impale you. And basically turn you into a piece of meat wrapped around tree branches. Um, okay. Because you you've interfered on their land. And so I thought that would be the perfect um person to bring back or or to bring into the situation where you're talking about a creature that was made from the earth of the earth that would happen to come back and ravage those who don't respect the earth for what it is. Gotcha. Gotcha. But- but it, and would you still? I mean, at that point though, would you have them try and demolish the whole city, or would you just be like a like a Candyman, like it's a legend, like don't go too far down to the earth because the earth is going to fight back? And you, you, you know, is it more like an urban legend, like don't stay above the ground in a sense? Stay out of the woods. In a, in yeah, a, that's what it's really it, coming down to. Yeah, got it. Stay out of the woods. Stay away from this part of town. 
you know, stay away from, from this forest, so to speak. And that's why this forest has been left up in the middle of the metropolis, even though everything else has been torn down and all these skyscraper buildings have been brought up. This forest stays alone and by itself. And when you have some contractors trying to come in and take over that forest or that green belt, Right. That's when this creature comes out and starts wrecking havoc on everything. Like he'll destroy all the flying cars that are around him. He'll destroy and and grow roots up through the, the earth that'll that'll impale and and pretty much cause havoc on any and everything. And the more people he kills, the more blood he spills, the more um, powerful he becomes. So he'll he'll take out a lot of folks in the process. And it's like, how are you? How would you deal with this type of individual? Right. Um, you can either kill it, try to chop it down or burn it, you know, that type of situation. Or you can try and, and satisfy its bloodlust by giving up spot sacrifices in order to try and try and calm it back down and make him go back into his forest to Greenville. Right. I like it. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, because that would totally be like. Like, what are you talking about? I can't cut down this forest. You know, like exactly. Like, like th- this land's worth a you know a million dollars a square foot, and I can't chop it down. It's like go try it. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it would come out to be. Go try it if you want to. You know, try to go in there and cut down this branch. Branches are jump out at you and stick you through your head, and you ain't gonna know what happens. That branch is actually a part of the lesson. So yeah. I like it. So, which, which, I, because I haven't played all of Witcher. That's not that little kid that you find that, that wants to take care of the orphans in the swamp, right? Is that the legend? No. Okay. Um, the legend is like, how far in Witcher did you get? N- not that, not that far. So, but, but I don't you remember. Have played the DLC version, have you? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, okay. Well, you still have it in the regular game, but um, really, it comes when you start going to Skellige. Okay. Um, that's that's the like the best one. You talking about the Woodland Spirit? There's a mission there where you got a little village and and you know they're being terrorized by this Woodland Spirit that's coming through and, and killing all their people that go out into the forest. And one old guy wants to you know, satisfy the woodland spirits bloodthirst by sacrificing five wolves' hearts and giving them to him on a stone and that'll make him calm down because you've gone from the old ways of learning how to hunt and kill and, and feed off of the land versus the new guy that just wants to kill it because he's terrorizing people and he just thinks that the old people are in the way. And so uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a funny little conflicting story because there's really no winners out of the situation no matter which way you choose. Um and what's funny is there's a girl. Yeah, I know I'm telling everything. Spoiler alert, which is years. <laughs> if you are, you get mad at it, that's on you. But right. um, um, spoiler alert in the situation is the beast cannot completely be killed because there is a girl who is marked um, in the village and is cursed. And as long as that girl stays in the village, then the beast can be reanimated. Ah. So which kind of leads into this story. You have to find the person that's marked that's bringing the beast back when people think that they killed it. When in actuality, no, it's still there and you're just making it pissed off. <laughs> so uh, that sounds like a good Witcher story for sure. That's the, yeah. And if they brought it into like real life, like made a movie out of it, that shit would kill. Right. So, okay. 
I like it. So, uh, any other creatures you thought about doing for futuristic Earth? Um, futuristic Earth kind of kind of took me back to you know times where you got things to feed off of the land and kind of kind of work like that. Like I was thinking like a chupacabra. Um, okay. South legend. Um, okay. you know, uh, a hyena slash dog slash mixed with the vampire and, <laughs> and all types of stuff that sucks on blood and stuff. Um, you know, I had a couple of ideas, but that was one that just kind of stuck out most to me. What about yourself? It, it, it was funny. I was researching for other stuff, but I didn't realize it, uh, out in Houston, there's a, um, a creature out there. So, um, and, and I'm not sure if you've heard about it before. It's the one that's a half goat, half man. It's the Houston Lake something, another. Oh, wow. After, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But but that was it. Okay. Okay. Well, this has been uh, Tattoo Far. You can find this on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And on our website, TattooFar.com. That's T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R. Uh, .com. Uh, we're uh, part of the um, Sioux Empire Podcast Network. Um, so please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Bye. Deuces.